people in a year above me called me pineapple head or something like that and then the other called me a viking from fortnite and both of those comments i went to a, t- a member of staff and they t- told that year that person's head of year and they went to them and they told them and educated them about alopecia and i think that was the, one of the best things that helped me with it Welcome everyone, you're listening to Talk Hair Loss with Alopecia UK, where we share our conversations around all things hair loss. We'll be talking to those directly in the alopecia community to hear firsthand the ups and downs of living with hair loss. Hello everyone, welcome back to Talk Hair Loss with Alopecia UK Youth Voice Board. I'm your host for today's episode. My name is Chloe. I am 14 years old and I've had alopecia since I was two years old. In this episode, we are discussing our experiences of alopecia at school. I have some guests with me today from the Youth Voice Board. I will let them introduce themselves now. Hi, I'm Zainab. I'm 15 and I've had alopecia areata since I was 11. Hi, I'm Lydia. I'm 14 and I've had alopecia since I was five. Hi, I'm Sky. I'm 15 and I've had alopecia since I was 11. So first of all, what are people's experiences of actually using their hair at school? I used to find it really embarrassing when I would lose hair in class because it would get all over my work and sometimes on other people. And I used to feel really bad and embarrassed. Um, especially in high school, because I think that's a stage where you worry a lot more and for me my hair falls out when I worry a lot but like when it falls out on like books and stuff I kind of quickly dust it off and if someone stares I'm just like I smile at them and kind of explain like why it's fallen out. When my hair first started falling out I was absolutely terrified that anyone would find out because I only had patches and it was like if the wind blew you'd be able to see it So I tried to cover it up and then I started wearing wigs in year eight, I think. And that didn't really help because it didn't look like my natural hair at all. Yeah, for me, I I started losing my hair again in year five. And I had a um, like an incident where my hair did fall out and I saw it on my desk. And from the moment of seeing it, I completely broke down into tears. Um, That's how like my whole me becoming bald again started is I kept losing like little bits and bobs but it was never really seen except from that like one moment which was kind of unlucky to see it at school not at home. Does anyone want to touch on the point about going from being like um, having alopecia and then wearing wigs? I think it was a big shock to everyone um, especially people that I didn't know as much and that weren't my friends because they were used to seeing me um, were very like with not a lot of hair uh, so I think people were really shocked and asked me a lot of questions like and why and what is a wig like and stuff and it was good answering the questions but it did get a bit um, awkward at times. I feel like I thought it would be so much better if I was wearing a wig at school but because I still had hair underneath it just made it look really bulky and I got called like Barbie and stuff like that. And I was like, well, I'll take that as a compliment, but it still kind of hurt a bit. Um, and then recently I've um, been going to school without a wig at all. And that's just made me feel a lot better. But at the same time, I'm now scared to go in with a wig because I feel like people will say something. So it's kind of, 
you can't really win. I'm the complete opposite of Sky. So in year seven, I went in with no wig whatever, whatsoever. And then I slowly started wearing them every so often and people didn't really care to be quite honest. They were just like, I don't know, you know, like someone has a good hair day and you're like, oh, your hair looks nice, stuff like that. But then now I don't want to go into school without a wig because I've got so used to wearing wigs that now I'm scared to go in without a wig. And like, I know people won't judge a bit, but like when you're paranoid about something, that's all you can think about. And yeah, I'm just scared about going in school with a wig now, without a wig now. Yeah, I, I feel like that as well. So I had like 50% of hair from ages like four till um, 11. So it was like 50 to 90% of hair. I've never had a full head of hair. So when I completely decided to shave it in year seven, it was my first week was bald. Like I, I had no hair. And then I got my wig, so I started to wear that. But personally for me, it felt uncomfortable and I didn't like the heat on it. Um, but then as I've grown a bit more, I didn't wear it much in year eight. But then year nine, I started wearing it a lot. And then year 10, I haven't worn it as much. But the thing with me, with me wearing it, is like people don't expect it because I normally come in with no hair. So like when I'm wearing a wig, it will be a big surprise to most people. And I'll get like silly comments like, was it cold today? And yeah it's kind of a joke but can hurt as well um but yeah I had a completely different thing because of how I don't like want to wear it 24 7. What are some like silly comments that people have made at school and how have you dealt with them and how have you learned from them? I've had I think four instances with something about my alopecia. The first I was in year seven and I was just going down these stairs and these people tried to like confront me about wearing a wig. But then when I ignored them, they tried to like pull my wig off. So I was in year seven. And in the same year, this girl was like, are you wearing a wig? And then I ignored her because you know, I don't mind when people are like, are you wearing a wig? Genuinely curious. But she was doing it to like try and embarrass me in front of people. So I ignored her and then when I said to her, and then she was like, well, you can tell you're wearing a wig. Um, and then recently I've had um, this boy turn around and go, hey, up, baldy. And then just a couple of weeks ago, I've had these, like this big group of boys. They didn't necessarily make a comment to me, but they were like, oh, is she wearing a wig? Like really loud. And like stuff like that, like I don't mind when my friends make a joke about stuff because I'm like I don't really get offended by stuff like that. But it's when people that I don't know, I've never even spoken to before, start making comments, and it's not even really their place to say anything. Yeah, I've had a lot of comments with like my journey with alopecia. So like starting off, I didn't have as many, but I used to be called boy in the dress in like year R. But then growing into high, like high school and secondary school is I used to get like certain comments. So one of the people in a year above me called me pineapple head or something like that. And then the other called me a Viking from Fortnite. 
And both of those comments, I went to a, a member of staff and they told that year, that person's head of year and they went to them and they told them and educated them about alopecia. And I think that was the, one of the best things that helped me with it because my school had been like that. Like they take them so seriously, those comments, even if they're not like big or something that's, yeah, something like that. And then I've also had teachers that have made comments. So I don't want to name and shame, but a teacher, when I started to join the school, told me, this is when I only had some hair, um, told me that my hair needs to grow back for September because we're not allowed shaving heads at my school. Um, I literally fired back at her with, I have alopecia. And what annoyed me the most is my mum had emailed, my school had emailed about it and she didn't know she didn't know nothing about it so and she's had a student before with alopecia so surely she should have known and not assumed and that was what really annoyed me the most I completely agree with you about that because when I first uh, started to get alopecia um my mum emailed in the school so all the teachers were aware of it but then I still had like some teachers say oh you need to wipe your eyebrows off and stuff like that and it's like I have alopecia you should really know that and it just made me really uncomfortable and then other times on the bus one time um these people were saying to me oh you're definitely wearing a wig you just take it off just take it off and I, I feel like at school everyone is so afraid of like being called a snitch or something if you go to tell the teacher about it but I was so, so upset about it I just went to my form tutor and then he kind of um went to the head teacher and then the two people who were doing it they got educated like Chloe said about alopecia and I think that's really the best way to deal with it because they're not gonna learn if they don't know um about alopecia. Yeah completely agree with that that's like the only way they're going to learn from the situation and not do it again so that's how we're going to stop the situation from happening. I've also had an incident where I was wearing my wig one day and this boy comes up to me a couple of years below me and goes, you're wearing a wig, like full on shouts at me. And normally comments like that, I will just go to someone and say, even if I do get called a snitch, because honestly, they don't know what it's like to be in my shoes. And I think if they had that comment, they would have had to react the same way. But in this certain like event, I broke down in tears and it was a year eight that said this. And the year eights behind me, it was when I was in the bistro queue. They were defending me, like they were saying, you shouldn't have done that. But I didn't go to a teacher and I really don't know why I didn't, because then that could have taught that kid. Because I feel like younger years feel like they have some power and they try and like act our age and try and act cool. And it really annoys me. It's so annoying when people feel like they need to have their opinion out in the world when it's not needed. Um, but this actually happened last week. I was getting compared to a girl in my class who had like really long hair and they were saying like if I had long hair and not a lot of patches and stuff I would look like her and it's just I don't know why it was these boys as well um and they're not perfect nobody is and I don't know why they feel like they need to say it when it was just it just wasn't necessary yeah I feel like stuff like that it's just it's just harming people's confidence and I feel like if we did it to them they'd be all rowdy and try and gang up on us and it, they just don't get the situation at all Going back to like excessive makeup, there's a difference between having eyebrows and then bright blue eyeshadow. Like putting eyebrows that are the same colour as your hair is not excessive makeup. 
And I think teachers need to learn that having some eyebrows drawn on to make you come to school, like to give you the confidence to come to school, is not bad. I think they would rather you come to school with a bit of makeup on and then like some natural false eyelashes than not to come to school at all. I really agree with this because it's something that's not really talked about with having alopecia is how you deal with losing your eyebrows and losing your eyelashes and things like school rules completely go against that so for me if my eyelashes do ever fall out where I lose all of them I'm not allowed to wear false eyelashes I know two girls in my year today got a lunchtime detention for wearing false false eyelashes so I don't know how that would work with me but I think I'd be allowed to it's like I'm allowed to wear tattoo eyebrows because of my situation because I have literally like half an eyebrow and like none here I wouldn't feel comfortable coming in with no eyebrows because I don't like it so I feel like the school rules have adjusted to me for that but I feel like in other people's case they'll feel like hard done by because they're not allowed to do something but I am and I feel like that's why schools are like against letting people do that because it like you can do one rule but someone else can't I 100% agree because basically, um, like I said, the teacher was like, oh, you should be wiping off your eyebrows. But I've also had um, other students, this was before um, they didn't know about my alopecia. And they've said, oh, how come you're allowed to wear makeup? And I literally only do my eyebrows. I don't wear any other makeup to school. And they're always like, oh, how come you're allowed to wear makeup and I'm not? And it's just like, well, I have alopecia. I don't really feel comfortable coming into school without um, drawing my eyebrows on some people just don't get it and I know I was going to say this so many times but I really wish I could step in our shoes and realize what we go through going through a school day like the comments the looks the things that teachers just don't allow us to do because of it but I know some schools have taken it to an extent where they've allowed like boys that have alopecia to wear a hat because one of the boys near me he's allowed to wear a hat full time if he wants to and it's like, I feel like in my school also, they have a rule with you're not allowed to have dyed hair. One of my wigs is very dyed. It's brown at the top and blonde at the bottom. And I always got scared I'd be told off for it because of it's not against the rules. But so far, touch wood, I haven't had a word about it. And all, all the students, all my friends and all like um, my teachers say they love that wig. So hopefully I don't get told off for it someday. Um, going back to what you said, Chloe, one moment in school could like last a lifetime. Like you can remember something someone said forever. Like the comment that boy said to me last week, I still remember it now and he's probably forgotten he said it. Like people need to think before they speak. What is some things you tell people with alopecia and how to deal with situations like this in school? I would definitely say if people have been saying comments to you, um, <clears throat> definitely tell someone like a teacher who you trust or that you like have a good relationship with and who you know will do something about it. And then also, if you don't feel very comfortable going to school with your alopecia, take your time because it does take time to actually accept that you have alopecia and to look in the mirror and be like, oh, I don't actually mind myself without any hair. And just tell people who you feel comfortable and who you trust. Yeah, I completely agree with that. You've got to adjust to it before you tell everyone else. It's like the saying, you've got to love yourself before you love anyone else. 
for me, if I the more I bottled it up, the more it came became harder to tell new people. So that's why I like the second I knew someone, I would kind of drop it into conversations. I wouldn't go, I'm Lydia, I have alopecia, because that's just awkward. But like if I had a hospital appointment and someone went, Oh, where are you going? I would just go, oh, I have an alopecia appointment. So like it would cut and then if I do go to school that'll be gone. Then they would be like, Oh, well, it's not as big as a shock. I think if someone says a rude comment, just take a moment before you go crazy and explode and yell at them and just explain to them like what you're going through, you have alopecia. And if they're still like being rude and mean, then you should tell a teacher um, or an adult or your mom, but literally anyone that you can trust um, and then get them sorted out. Um, if you wanna to go to school with a wig on and not have anyone know, maybe tell one person. I know that's easier said than done, but telling someone you trust will make it like easier in the long run. And it will be just like that first step for people knowing. I agree. And like we were saying earlier, awareness is important, but I don't think that everyone should feel obliged to tell everyone straight away and like make a whole big deal out of it, a whole presentation. Like even just telling one person at a time and then maybe your friend group, maybe your form group, and then slowly you'll just gain confidence and feel more comfortable and then maybe you'll be able to tell the whole school but you shouldn't feel like you have to feel that way straight away just keep um, gaining confidence. Going forward from the negative impacts from school what are some good impacts that have come from being at school with alopecia? From having alopecia at school with me through going through primary school and secondary school I've learned that I wouldn't be me without it. Like it's made me who I am. It's made the rules I stand by who, like who I am. And it's, it's kind of created this whole different mindset for like life. It's, it's made me think in different ways. It's made me, to, made me step in other people's shoes when someone else is being, say, bullied about something that they can't control. That is like the perfect way to put it because I feel like, People always say, oh, alopecia shouldn't define you, define you. And that is 100% true. But sometimes I feel like it's helped me find who I actually am and it's helped me gain my confidence and just become the person I am. And that sounds so cheesy, but it's so true. I feel like me having alopecia is kind of given other people. I don't know how to explain it, but I don't think before they would have stood up for something like that. Whereas I think now people, at my school and stuff would stand up a bit more because they know because I'm quite open about like my experience and stuff that like they kind of know what impact it has and also I feel like it's given me I don't know if morals is the right word but I wouldn't be so quick to judge someone based on how they look like without sounding like mean or anything I think if I hadn't had alopecia I think I would have been a bit more judgmental. Yeah, one of the good things that have come out through my like alopecia journey through school is in year five, when I had the incident where I lost my hair, my year five teacher, who I can say is my favourite teacher, um, she pulled me out of a PE lesson one day and was like, 
uh, would you like to do a Mad Hair Day for Alopecia UK? It wouldn't be anything to raise money. It would just be for awareness so people knew about it. Um, so I think it was February time. I did a Mad Hair Day. And I know that can, kind of contradicts the hair thing, but I had hair at this point. So any, everyone would come in with different hairstyles. I had two like cupcake buns. We, had, we then had Sue Hampton come in and tell us about her journey with Alopecia being an author. It was honestly what it will be a day I will always remember because it just it showed it to everyone. And I have had a story from one of my like old friends from my primary school. And she came to me the next day and said, I went into like town and um, I had my mad hair in. And someone asked me, why is your hair like that? And she goes, because we were raising awareness for Alopecia UK. And then apparently the person who asked that said, I'm going to search it up later. So small things like that are just like spreading the awareness and I think that's also one of the good things with me having it in school is yes I may be the only person that has it but there's a thousand people in my school all thousand people now know about it and they're now educated on it so they know what to do they know how to like handle things and yeah I feel like it's all taught them a lesson me be me having it I feel I like for me I really want to do something to like raise money for alopecia but then at the same time I like the thought of having everyone thinking about me that day or like running up to that day like oh we're doing this full idea the one with alopecia like that just scares me so much like to have the thought of people I don't know you know like constantly looking at you like oh that's the one that we're doing this for like that just scares me like I would love to do it but like the, that side of it just like scares me so much. Yeah, I feel like with having alopecia, you get this like element of paranoia because I felt like that. I didn't want to be known as the girl with alopecia. I felt like that just put a point to me and it just, that, that's who I was. There was nothing else about me except that I had alopecia. Um, and I feel like that actually, it did, it did come, kind of come out come under that like saying I did have alopecia but I think me spreading that it also spread my personality through it and it showed people who I really was. I agree with both you and Lydia because um, coming up in February our school has like an annual charity week where we raise money for a charity and my form tutor has said that all of the year 11 forms have agreed that they want to do it for alopecia UK so they're going to try and get like everyone on board and we're going to all raise money for Alopecia UK. And I love the idea of that because when I first told everyone about my alopecia, we had an non-uniform day and we raised money again. But also at the same time, it's like I know that everyone is going to be thinking about me on that day. And I just hate being in the centre of attention, especially because everyone will be staring at me. But in the end, I just think I'm just helping other people by doing this. So I will get through it. <laughs> I think that's an amazing idea and I look forward to hearing about it. Um, for the longest time I've been wanting to do a colour run but I've also been thinking about a mad hair day but I don't know what it would be like in a high school. Personally I think it's an amazing idea. You know children in need you come in yellow like red nose there you go in red so like for me if I was if I did ask I would have like you have to wear blue alopecia's got like alopecia's themes like blue themes in it so if that was me I would ask if we could have like a day because on day like children need days we just give a pound in yeah 
um yeah it's like the paranoia element as I said before like it also comes with me my paranoia is wearing my wig because of the situation I've had where someone has screamed at me I'm like do people realize I'm wearing a wig I know people obviously know me but like people I don't know do they know I'm wearing a wig is it really that obvious but a situation that happened before Christmas is one of the boys in their year below um I think um he asked if I was wearing a wig and I I was open I was like yeah and it, and I go to him is it really that obvious and he goes no you just look like Cinderella and my heart melted like it was just so nice and it, it boosted confidence right there and I feel like for someone with alopecia things like that will stay with you forever the good impacts should really hold higher to the bad impacts but that one thing has honestly built so much confidence up in me to wear my wig again even if people notice it, I really can care, care less now because people think that, like. How can your friends, your peers, um, do to help with your alopecia? Lydia? Um, I'm like probably the complete opposite of all you. I would rather let them not make excessive jokes, but to get rid of the awkwardness, like, I don't know. So if I say, oh, I've been to an alopecia meeting, like, I would rather them go like, oh, so your hair going to grow back in the next month or whatever, or something like that, rather than just go, them going, oh, cool, <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, that just, I hate the awkwardness of it. But I think if, like, friends, like, my closest friends are, like, kind of like them, um, make jokes about my hair and stuff but if it's someone I don't really talk to then I need to like kind of know the balance between making a joke and then not making a joke yeah I I, I make bull jokes at any opportunity I can um there is always one thrown out some point in the day and my friends find it so awkward and I'm like you can laugh I honestly you're my friends I really don't care if you laugh because I'm open about it. It's something I can joke about. I can take the mick out of myself. Um, it's like um, when we do cahoots, my name is always Bald Eagle because one of my friends that I, like, I used to be friends with made the joke that I was a Bald Eagle. And at the point, maybe it was a bit too far, but it's stuck with me and it's now like an inside joke. Um, but I feel like if it's someone that I'm not friends with at all, like it's someone completely don't know and makes a joke, I think it's just taking it over the line a bit it's something that you shouldn't be joking about unless you know that the person is comfortable with it so like if I make a joke about my alopecia I, I tell people you can laugh I really don't mind like people I'm close with but like if it's someone like that it's just like yes you could laugh if I made one but if you said one back I think I find it a bit uncomfortable I agree with you both because I like making jokes about it because it helps me deal with it um, I made one the other day and it was like everyone was measuring who had the longest hair for some reason I was like actually I think it's me and then like half of them laughed and half of them were like just stood there like awkwardly I was like it's okay to laugh but um, at the same time I just think be there for me when I don't feel my best and just understand that people with alopecia are going to have good days when they want to make jokes but they're also going to have bad days and you just need to be there for them for that like what Sky said, if like they're all talking about what they've done to their hair that day, I would like if I if I'm not wearing a wig, 
I would always go, oh yeah, I curled mine. And everyone would go, oh yeah, it looks so nice and just play along with it. And I would rather that than the most and they're like, mm, okay then. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, I completely agree. Um, what really annoys me is people think I chose to have alopecia um, and my hair is growing back quite well now but it's all in different layers because I lost it at different stages so people think I chose this really crazy hairstyle and they feel like they need to comment on it saying like wasn't that a trend in the 80s or something and that gets on my nerves a lot. Is there anything like that's happened in school, like say PE lessons? Is there anything that has to be like changed because of your alopecia? Um, when I first got alopecia, I have always loved PE, but it really put me off it when I had alopecia and I was wearing a wig because I was really scared. What if I take my PE jumper off when I'm getting changed or if I get too hot and my wig comes off with it? Because at this stage, no one knew about it. So I um my mum bought me like an extra extra large PE jumper and it ended up looking like a dress on me and I still have it um but it it made me feel more comfortable because I knew right if I take this off now it's not going to bring my wig off with it but at the same time I feel like it looked really stupid <laughs> um most of my teachers actually like really good with my hair like at first I used to be scared of like getting changed and stuff but like the there's like this staff toilet but that's got a mirror in so I just say oh can I go to the toilet and they'll just give me a key to open up the door and I'll just go make sure my wig is like the part is not sideways and stuff um but my biggest annoying thing is when you have to wear bibs because the bibs sometimes they aren't stretchy and like they have a hole about that big that doesn't even fit over your head hardly. Never mind there was some hair that literally could fall off any second. So like they it's like so when I take it off, I always have to get a PE teacher to hold my head, like hold my head while I'm like taking the thing off. And also like really like rough spots, so like rugby and stuff. Because you're like literally like your head is all over the place. And you know when you can just start like you feel your wig moving and you're like, oh my god, is this gonna fall off? But like just stuff like that, I don't think people take into account that you do end up being quite scared of if it does fall off. I think it was like in June or something, we were playing netball. And I love netball, but, and usually it's not like the most aggressive sport or anything, but I remember um, the ball hit me on the head and I was wearing my wig and I literally just like froze. I was like, has my wig moved? But I don't think people realise how much just little things like that, you're constantly thinking about it. Like what if the wind moves? What if, what if I get hit on the head by a ball and my wig comes off? It's just little things like that can affect you at school every day. Um, so I've got a final question. Does anyone have any like final pieces of advice to say to someone struggling with alopecia in school? I could go first if you want. Mine, I think we've all said it before, is just take your time and just be yourself no matter what. Like this alopecia thing shouldn't be a toll 
shouldn't be something that is like a troll at the back of your head. You've got, you've been dealt this card and we're going to have to learn and deal from things in life. And I know it's going to sound, it's going to sound hard, like what I'm saying, and it's easier said than done, but you will slowly become to realise that I'm me. Something shouldn't define me as little as hair. Say now. Um, I think I would say that your alopecia journey might be a really easy or really hard journey to get through, but you've just got to love yourself um, and be yourself and learn to express it and not try and shy away from it or anything like that. Sky? I would say if you don't really feel comfortable going to school um, and like people knowing about your alopecia, make sure you surround yourself with people who you're comfortable with and who you know are going to not treat you any differently and make sure they're there for you. Yeah, an alopecia journey is so unpredictable. You don't know what's going to happen. So yeah, you've got to spread yourself with people you feel confident around and something like people that won't bring your confidence levels low by making a silly comment. Lydia? Um, this isn't really to do with school, but just in general about having alopecia. Most, like, if you're starting to, like, feel down about it, or, like, get into a loop where you're constantly feeling down, there's nothing to, like, bring you out of that. Like, talk to someone. Like, sometimes it's hard, because sometimes you don't really have someone that you're close to to talk to. But, like, either, like, like write it down and you've, like on a diary or anything because in the end that'll just end up making you feel worse about your alopecia so like I would just say like try try and talk to someone yeah it's like don't bottle things up like even if that's talking to like your phone like a snapchat video and then deleting it and getting everything out in a couple of sentences that can relieve so much pressure off your back. And I know I've done that in multiple occasions. I've got everything out. And once it's out, it's out. But it's stuff like, you know, you could write it down. It's just bottling things up. Like, I know it's just, it makes things worse for me. Like in my situation, if I kept it all to myself, I would explode. Another thing I would say is get involved with the alopecia community because I've become loads more confident joining the youth voice board and finding so many friends um and I can't wait to meet you guys if I do meet you um and just like having someone to relate to um people to talk to about similar experiences is a really comforting thing yeah um try and do as much things with alopecia UK as possible because once I made my friend Enya um we didn't even speak about alopecia. We spoke about everything a teen girl speaks about. Speaks everything a teen girl speaks about, and it just it makes you feel more normal, and it feel you feel more comfortable, and you just feel like I'm not the only one going through this. All of these other people are, and they've got my back. I've got their back. They will help me in any situation. Lydia, I feel like if you do have a down day like and you feel like crying don't just keep them like tears in because like that's a way to like yeah I, I would say that's a way to get rid of stuff when you cry because you're letting all them emotions out so don't bottle them emotions up and if you feel like you're going to cry at school maybe just go to the toilets ask miss that like, I should teach like can I just go to the toilets and like 
you know, just to like bring yourself together. Sky. I know we've said about um, writing stuff down in diaries or journals or whatever you want to call it, but also one thing I found really, really helpful is writing down everything you're feeling, like no filter, nothing. Because sometimes when I write stuff down, I'll just like try and make it look pretty and stuff, but just write it down with no filter and then chuck it in the bin and then it's gone and it's like out of you and you just feel so much better. So just don't bottle anything up. Yeah, that was like one of the techniques we got told in like primary school is like you write all your feelings down, you then rip it up, put it in the bin. No one's ever going to see it and you've just got everything out. Experience alopecia at school can be hard no matter what your age is, how long you have had it, the condition or how much, how much hair loss you have. It's important that you feel safe and supported by your friends, family and teachers. That's it for today's episode of Talk Hair Loss. Thank you for listening and make sure to subscribe to the podcast to get our latest episodes and for more for any more information about alopecia to find the Alopecia UK school support pack head to www.alopecia.org.uk.